Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always on my talk 1071 i'm Allie kaplan with my mom harmony we are here live on october 9th and uh we're glad to be here we are can i say one thing before we really start talking about shopping stuff all right because you know i was listening to stephanie hansen and elizabeth reese as i was as one does over here right and i feel like a failure I mean, they're talking about all of these different kinds of squashes that I've never yeah. even heard of. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth, how she plans out her week and this meal is going to be that. And, and I can tell you everything you can get at Trader Joe's that just pops in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I'm very good at that. But that's just like a real um, amazing thing to me that people do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, and this is why I'm a failure in the kitchen too. So yeah. thank you very much, Mother. <laughs> the and this apple is doesn't why, fall far yes, from the this tree. This is why we not, host a did shopping you show. Did you starve as you were growing up? <sighs> I didn't. Okay, no. I always fed you. It's just that I, you know, planning meals. I mean, who wants to do that? Well, <laughs> a lot of people actually <laughs> yes. who listen to the weekly you know, dish. I always think of Joan. We are Rivers. assemblers. We oh, we, we are, are such good assemblers. Yes. I always think of Joan Rivers, who would say how she would spend an hour in the kitchen and put a, a really lovely dinner on the table for her husband, and he'd eat it in five minutes, and then mm-hmm. she'd say, "And I suppose you want dinner again tomorrow night." Mm-hmm. You know, it just. You got to go shopping. There's other things to do. Right? <laughs> okay, just All wanted right. to get that off my chest. Well, and for those who didn't hear, you can always download the podcast of the Weekly Dish because they do I have amazing I advice do. and inspiration. Yep, I really admire and them. And I wish Elizabeth Reese would just come over and cook for me. Oh, for oh I would like that. Uh, Stephanie Hansen could do the same. Yes. Yeah, maybe we could Either work one. out a schedule Both. with them. Yes. Okay, we'll um, have to go and for that. since we are um, on the topic, I should say if you're not following along with Stephanie March's adventures, you should oh, be yes. on Instagram. She's in Iceland this week leading a trip for Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. And who wouldn't want to go on a trip with Stephanie March? Wherever it is. Exactly. Yeah. And it just looks so fun. And she has found all these just most adorable, charming places that she's taking this group to eat and drink and and then see some geysers in between, and it looks really, yep. really fun. So, I'm sure she's having a good time. Yes, indeed. Follow along with that. Um, I attended a fashion show this week. Our friend Grant Whitaker was mm-hmm. back uh, in action with Martin Patrick Three doing a fall show, fall runway show, um, women's. And I actually came away with a couple of perplexing questions oh. um, around pants. Pants are just, I don't know about, I have had this conversation in recent weeks. Tell me if you have with any of your friends. Okay. Just feeling like paralyzed by my closet. Like I don't really want to wear any of the things. I'm not, I can't find anything that I do want in stores. And I just feel like I'm starting over. 
You're kidding. I have, I feel like I have dressy things. Like I'm going through and I'm like, oh yeah, right. I bought that dress three years ago. So what difference does that make? I mean like casual. I mean like I'm, I'm on the hunt for the right jeans. I, they can't be too skinny. They can't be too wide. I'm like the pants silhouette. And then this Martin Patrick three show, there were a lot of really almost like capri length pants now i think we have to keep in mind that the models are seven feet tall right so they would not be capris on on me they would probably be on the floor they'd be brushing the floor but i just was a little surprised and i was sitting with um minneapolis st paul magazine style editor madeline knockbar and she had the same reaction that we keep and we keep talking in whose look is it anyway about trousers and the new essential trousers and that wasn't so much what they were showing so I, you know, did what a reporter does. I reached out to their buyer, Carrie Fryman, after the show, and I said, Carrie, I want to talk about pants. And so she's going to be calling in next oh, hour, and okay. we will discuss but what pants silhouettes Here's are a question. In the show, when they were wearing capris, yes. what, did they have stockings on or They did not, mother. No, no, there was a huge amount of ankle showing, well, that's much ankle, to your chagrin. <laughs> in the winter, and then you walk out in the snow? So they were wearing a lot of Does high... Does that make sense? They were wearing, no, they were wearing a lot of high heel boots. They were wearing, um, you know, and and pants of all materials, leather, and some of them were like really elevated joggers with cute like rainbow stripes up the side that you would have loved. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, a lot of big, um, great sweaters, sweater coats, you know, yeah. and oversized pieces. But I just the pants silhouette surprised me a little bit and so you know obviously this is all merchandise that's in the store right now at martin patrick three so we're going to talk to them about that and what pants we need in our wardrobes this fall but you know Allie, as far as your closet Mm -hmm. you know the thing that everybody says is that's where you're supposed to shop these days is in your closet and i am and i i I have a feeling that you go in your closet oh well i gotta go to the store well, it's a little you'd... overwhelming, and I do, I could Maybe use... if you didn't have so much in oh, your closet. Please. Oh, please. That might help. Um, so, uh, y- yeah. I mean, yes, I could use a good edit. That's for winter. I can't do that in the fall. It's too nice out. I have to be outside every minute. Oh, It's a okay. lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I suppose. Maybe okay. in January. I can come over and do we'll it. We'll do that. No, thank you. But you know what? Oh, see, isn't that interesting? That um, doesn't work for you, huh? I don't think you would be good at that. Why is that? When do you do your own? (laughs) Um, I do sometimes. So um, I have, we have um, one of our most devoted listeners from the Silicon Valley because they come in from everywhere. Yes. Um, She has a friend who I've known for years as well, who is actually a really um, accomplished uh, vintage retailer. I met her. Her Her name is Amy Abrams and she, we should have her on sometime. I said that. She has, um, it's called Artisan Fleas and you should follow her on Instagram. Artisan Artists and fleas. And fleas. Yes. Okay. I believe I have that right. I will double check at this very moment. This is her Instagram account? Well, yes. And it's her business. And they are in, um, they're at Chelsea Market in New York. She's got uh, an LA location, I believe. And there are several, there are a few of them around the country. 
And it's basically like it's a permanent market with lots of different vintage vendors, but it's just they're really good. And then she does other um, events as well. In fact, she has one coming up um, next week, like in upstate New York, and it's all kinds of furnishings and stuff. And so she lives in New York. She gets to our mutual friend Sarah's um, place in uh, Menlo Park. And what does she do? She immediately goes to her closet and just edits and says everything that you bought without my approval is gone and she cleared it out and it's just all and that's kind of an amazing skill she said it took her 20 minutes yeah that's all you know do you know how long it would i would be so embarrassed to have her come to my class i couldn't do it i couldn't well yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that is an amazing skill it is uh anyway all right so here are some places to shop some new places opening up um if you're if you're on the hunt, whether it's for new or vintage, um, first of all, I know it's been talked about a little bit on my talk, and I'm excited to get over there this afternoon. The new Evereve flagship store, where it all started for Evereve, hard to believe, at 50th in France, is now open. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I've only driven by, and I want to go there too. Yes. Yeah. So they have built a brand new store. It's actually their third move on that block. Oh, you know, right. Sure it if is. If you think they started about it, with Hot Mama. Well, sure, it's way down, down yeah. over where D'Amico is in that smaller right. storefront. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Megan and I always reminisce. I remember walking in and it was just her on day one. And it was like, and your what are you? Or this child had a major blowout diaper there when we he were did. shopping. He did. That's where they proved that they were mom friendly. That That's wasn't right. on the opening day, but yes, no, that did happen day. once yeah. during shopping. I don't think that would happen anymore. Oh my God, I had to leave my purchases yeah. at the counter. That was a disaster. <laughs> Luckily, I was there with you. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway, good times, good times. Yeah. But then they moved to where they just were, and now they've moved. Um, it's like a door down, right? They took over the space bit. that was... yeah. Yeah, a little Next bit further down. So but bigger. this time it's 6,400 yeah. square feet. Yeah, so this is, they've Almost always double. considered, Edi- you know, Edina is where it started. Edina is the flagship. They are now based in Edina, their corporate headquarters as well. And um, I, I think it's it's going to be great. I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. And I can't wait to get over there and check it out um, in person. And then did you hear what is actually going to take that Sur La Table spot? Yes. Altered Altered state. state, which is at uh Mall of America. I was that's why surprised. I, yeah. I was very surprised well, by this. Their reasoning is they feel things need to be a little younger in terms yeah. of shopping. They think things are a little skew a little conservative and older. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're looking which is interesting. Um, I, I I read that too. That that's what the you know commercial real estate people think. Yeah. But when you think about who lives in all the condos right there, right, it's not people who are going to be shopping at Altered State. Now, no. if you look a little further out and you consider you know Edina and South Minneapolis and you yeah. know all of that area, um, sure, of course, and you want young people who are you know spending money and going to be out and about even when it isn't nice out. But yeah, I, that was not what I would have predicted would go there. Um, it is, if you haven't been to altered state, the funny thing is when they first, when I went there for the very first time years ago, I compared it to anthropology. It's kind of a younger anthropology. Oh, is it? I don't think I've ever been. 
yeah. to that store. Well, you know what? I'll tell you a little more about it, and we'll tell you who's opening at the Mall of America and Southdale right after this. You're listening to Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. We were talking about um, some new store announcements for 50th in France in a couple of really primo spots, one being the former Sur Le Table spot at... Uh, right on the corner. At the corner. 50th in France. Exactly. Kitty Corner from uh, Anthropology and oh. across the street oh, Kitty, from yeah. uh, Every. Uh, or not Every. I'm Athleta. sorry. Athleta. Um, anyway, so Altered State, Mom, what I would say is I don't think you're. it's for you. I didn't think it I was. Mean, I, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, you might walk in and find a cute sweater yeah. or blouse. Yeah, it's but it pretty affordable. Be... I think of it as kind of a similar vibe to an anthropology, but almost a little younger. Yeah, it's not going to take the place of anthropology. For I me. don't think so. No. But I mean, you know, it's got kind of that like prairie, trendy vibe and, you know, a what lot of like, inspira- like affordable, I would yeah. say, you know, I mean, a lot of things that are under 50 or under a hundred dollars and mm-hmm. you know it's it's big and they do a really great job with merchandising and so i guess having a big corner spot like that might work well for them at mall of america they're right outside of nordstrom on the first I just level haven't been to mall of america in, in a long so time long. yeah well they yeah. were there long before the pandemic yeah. but anyway they're coming in and then um uh, there's another altered did, did you see the the gym um they're oh. coming in as well um, and they're going to be over where Banana Republic was. Um, okay, there's so Alter many. Fitness. Oh, okay, I, that's a fitness one that I don't know about. Yeah, yep. So that's a fitness chain, and they're going to take like where Banana and I guess I don't know if also Cooks of Crocus Hill, but that you know there's a big opening there too. Oh yeah, I mean that's. But yeah, it, and there'll be more because you know that whole space, um, like near the fountains, that was uh, Bellison. Right, that's a plaza. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's but that's all. That building is being redeveloped right. too by the same people who own Nolan Mains. So yeah, there's a lot, lot, a lot going on. Over yeah. There. Meanwhile, um, Mall of America. Well, well, I guess since we're in Edina, let's just take, let's just travel, travel with us, travel with okay, us. We're going down we're France Avenue. Beep, beep. Oh, now we're at <laughs> Southdale, where H and M is out. Forever Twenty One is in. Forever Twenty One took their space. Is taking the H and M. Yeah, the two level H and M space. Interesting. Yeah. Is it open already? Uh, okay. I believe it opened this week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. And then if we continue what? on over to Mall of America, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Community Commons, yep. which it's been a full year now and we know has um, already birthed some successful businesses that are open that now in their own storefronts at Mall of America. But Community Commons is an incubator. It's um, the focus is on uh, local entrepreneurs, especially um, minority owned businesses, and they get a free space at the Mall of America for six months and then an option to it, stay longer. I it's free for three months and then they get um there there's a little bit of a different yeah of the next three months the vendors pay rent based on their sales right and then after that they can possibly have their own yep they help um, them into a permanent to, space if they want right. it at there's a discounted some rate. cool things coming the way it looks anyway uh, a couple of um shoe brands there's coco nache a luxury shoe brand based here but made in Italy. 
Um, there was another shoe brand, I thought. Did I lose that one? Well, there's a clothing brand. Oh, no, there, I'm right. There's a clothing brand, but it also has designer um, footwear. How do you pronounce that, do you think? Edison Especial? I don't know. You're not going to help me, huh? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you a lot. Edition. Um, I think it's Edition. Edition. Yeah. Edition. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a potluck. I love this. A place with 10 flavors of potluck-inspired creative pudding. That sounds good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, hair products. There's an upscale. Beard oil. Mike's yeah. Premium Organic Beard Oil. Arts. Mm-hmm underdog yeah yeah there's a lot of interesting places that will be opening i think what's really more telling is that at this point from there's been two um groups of of vendors two rounds of businesses in community commons which opened last fall and it was really opened in response to all of the civil unrest and to the fact that there were a bunch of local businesses that were displaced from lake street from university avenue that's kind of how it started and it's evolved from there but of the the businesses that have already been at community commons eight of them eight have opened their own storefronts at mall of america that's wonderful it's pretty amazing that's a lot um for the love um you know we've had dave on the show um also fabulous diva boutique oh right yes um doran worldwide is another clothing brand um then there's a braids brand um global braids uh and there's kind of a art um lot Lacta, which is, um, I think that's the one that's also at Midtown Global Market, and they do kind of um, South American cool, like embroidered sweaters. I actually got one, like a poncho style for my son who thought that oh. was really cool. And yeah, they do cool stuff as well. So it's very, it's it's really great to, it's to see that, you know, it's not just a, you know, kind of a one and done, but this really truly is incubating brands yeah. that would never have had a chance to start no. out at a place like the Mall of that's America. That's the thing in so many fields, somebody's just got to give you a chance yep you know yep absolutely um mall of america announced um a few other i feel like the announcements are coming faster now um and that's good to see it's a good sign for for business um i'm just trying to find they sure have a lot of new restaurants and food they do areas. right so yes <laughs> so they've opened um well we mentioned lip lab last week they opened another um watch store it's kind of sounds like i mean it's called watches of switzerland oh. um all swiss watches including omega cartier Tag here, Breitling, Patek Philippe. So I mean, Patek Philippe. Pat, oh, Philippe. Yeah. So, um, so you know, uh, high end watches. Um, that's on the first level west side. Um, they've got uh, to do. Oh, PacSun Kids. I didn't know that oh. PacSun did a kids store. Maybe it's new. Yes, um, the whole PacSun experience. Don't get me started on that. But you don't um, love it. I wonder if they'll be friendlier in the kids store. Ooh. They'll get some people who Ooh, aren't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. There. I know. I feel like such a mom when I walk in there. But I know you other are, moms <laughs> can say the same. Yeah. Um, Psycho Bunny is opening. Um, ride makers. So. Lots of newness. Lots of newness coming to Mall of America right now. Um, And when we get back, we're going to talk retail trends. That's coming up next on Shop Girls. Welcome 
back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So excited to have with us two absolute retail gurus. And lucky for us, they've just been denim shopping. So we'll find out how that went. It's Mary Van Note and Beth Perro Jarvis from uh, from Ginger, the retail consultancy. And they are out with their fall insights and predictions and kind of put it all in context for us. Lovely to see you guys. It's here. been a long time. Uh, did you just sit out what, the pandemic? or did you? No, we worked in our little yeah. home offices, did you? you know, and yeah. we just existed on screens, you yeah. know, like little flat people. Well, and, <laughs> like everyone you know, else. Yeah. Which is what we continue to do. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I imagine that you were probably more in demand for your clients than ever as brands tried to pivot and figure there out what to do. There was a period where everyone was frozen. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and we were, you know, didn't have anything to do. And now it's crazy. Yeah. You know, cause everybody's like, okay, what do I do now? You know? So, right. Yeah. So what would you say to sum it up? I mean, like what are the biggest questions you're getting or the biggest conundrums for retailers right now? Well, I think people are just saying, how do we market to consumers now? Because the consumer landscape has changed so dramatically sure. in the last 18 months, how we buy, where we buy, you know, how we're getting our goods and services and how we're even evaluating companies and deciding if we want to give them our business. It's right. changed. It, it's been a sea change. Mm-hmm. And so those are really the biggest kinds of questions we're getting. Yeah, I feel like I mean, ob- in obviously we talk all the time about how uh, the pandemic accelerated, you know, technology. Yeah. I think it forced a lot of smaller retailers to finally go digital, go online. And those are the ones that are successful and better positioned now. But I do think you're right. It's Sort of like now, is it just all digital? Are we going to keep up with all of our orders and everything online? Or are we going to go back to brick well, and that, Yeah, that's Mintel our- says that the consumer is in limbo. Mm-hmm. And they don't know where they're going to go because we don't know. And, you know, it's it's one week. It's great. And then the economic forecast comes out and it's yeah. not great. And so and they just want it all right now. They want it great in person. They want it great online. They want it shipped to them right away, but they want it completely sustainable. They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to your, to, your, to, your, to that point, I mean, I think sustainability is one of our big trends that we've just been kind of doing a lot of work on in the last quarter because most consumers, most companies will say, oh my gosh, sustainability and being earth friendly and all of that is absolutely a value. But our behaviors just don't match up yeah. because as you point out, it's easy out, to say it, it's easy to yeah. say it, but you know what? I want my stuff cheap and right. I want it fast. That's and by that, problem. I mean, I want it right now. Yeah. yeah. So you've got nearly 50% of Americans saying, well, if push comes to shove, I really just want my stuff fast as opposed to sustainable. Yeah. And they also are saying, I'm not going to pay cheap. I'm not going to pay higher prices to get that. That's on you company. That's on you brand to figure out how to make your goods in an earth friendly way. I want my low prices. So it's tough. And I but think is we, there any way that a company really can do that? They, they're going to obviously pass their it creates costs a lot of on. margin pressure. And what they're mm-hmm. doing is they have they feel that they have to be sustainable because their competitors are going to be sustainable. Yeah. And what consumers will do is they won't choose you because you're sustainable. But if you're not sustainable, they'll move away. Oh, from you. sure. And, and so it's a negative And when you say sustainable, in what way do you, is it the materials? Is it their manufacturing? What are you talking about? 
Yeah, they want to just know that a company has sort of green friendly practices. They want to see some of those tags on the labels that some, somehow indicate with the cute logo or something that this is made of earth friendly or recycled materials. But again, their own behaviors don't match up because I look at my own block on recycling day and you look up and down the street and it would appear that maybe three or four of the households have moved that week based on how many boxes are inside. And I know they have it. So we've it's all so done true. that, you know, mm-hmm. yes. so what we say and what we want and then how we do they're they're incongruent yeah, yeah. okay that's well that's that's tricky for retailers i guess that that yeah. keeps you guys in business helping yeah. you figure that out <laughs> right. what 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 else what are what are kind of the big trends on your the radars one of the ones we're watching because we're in the middle of it is what they call the work quake which okay. um because they're aftershocks from the work quake so everybody okay. all the knowledge workers scurried around and went online like we did Um, If you're an essential worker, your life hasn't really changed and you might be pretty annoyed about that Mm. right now. But um, are we going back to the office and how does that work? A lot of people have moved out of big cities Mm -hmm. um, and they still have their same job or their same salary, but they live in Bozeman. They don't live Mm. in Brooklyn. You know, so how's that going to work? And then the new hybrid thing. That means you still have to live in Brooklyn and pay high rent to live in Brooklyn, even if you're only coming into the office two days a week. And then all the people, there's all these ancillary businesses. You don't need new denim for the office. You don't need as much gas in your car. You don't need that fancy car that looks good to your vice, to your vice presidents. Mm. You don't need that lunch. You don't need that dry cleaner. I mean, it creates all these effects. Yeah. Yeah, That everybody's stuck in their home and no one knows what's going to happen. Really, they don't because the workers now, after years of stagnant wages, are um, really starting to wake up and realize that they've they got have power more to now. say now, don't they? They don't want to go back to their 80 hour weeks yeah. um, where they don't make enough money. And that's why, you know, CEOs are complaining. Oh, you know, we have bad jobs available and no one wants them. Well, <laughs> finally, people know they're bad mm-hmm. and they don't have to. They don't have <laughs> did, to take did that Did you see um, John Puckett from Punch Pizza? They had him on the news mm-hmm. and he can't open three of his. Right locations because he can't get help he's now offering a thousand dollar signing i might want to go work at i know if he gets free free pizza but what i didn't understand about that and they couldn't go into it there is are they giving them that thousand dollars and then you know you say oh great and then after two weeks you quit or do they wait generally they have a because they're doing this also at the blue plate um company stephanie shemp they have a a, like a period of time you have to stay for three months or six months or something to get the money yeah Yeah, that would make sense because otherwise people like allison would go and get a job exactly (laughs) get a lot of pizzas uh we're talking to to mary and to bathroom ginger consulting a great um retail consultancy they've got great advice um in town talk about young consumers can we i mean yeah that is a a really interesting thing going on so if uh, you are Gen Z, meaning you're somewhere between 12 and 27 years old right now. You know, as you, we all are. As we right? all are, yes. right? We're all, at least emotionally, we're there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're growing up in a really different world. And yeah. the things that boomers went through or the things that Gen X went through are really so minimal in comparison to what these younger consumers sure. are going through. You know, global pandemic, uh, ec- you know, economic strife, um, lots of social and political unrest, Mm -hmm. a climate crisis. And what's happened is they're really feeling down about it. You know, we've got numbers to support the fact that they feel hopeless. They feel like some maybe their best years aren't ahead of them. And Mm. for a 25 year old to say that, that's pretty astounding. Yeah. So we look further and what we really see through the numbers is that 
you know, they're fed up for good reason. Right now, if you're a millennial, so now let's say if you're 28 to early 40s, um, you are 35% of the workforce, but only 4.6% of all wealth. Mm. And, you know, the typical boomer might say, well, you know what, when I was that age, I wasn't doing that well either. Well, no, you were doing better because boomers at the same age had 21% of all wealth. So five times the amount. So when they say I'm not doing as well, I don't have as much money to put in the economy. I can't go shopping for new jeans this season. It's true. They Mm. are behind. And it's it's just a tough nut. We don't know how it's going to sort itself out. But. Uh, there is good reason for them to feel frustrated. Is that because they haven't had the opportunities or the salary, or is that because they've made different choices? They're, they are struck. First, well, they, and I know they I sound don't, like a Gen Xer saying yeah, that about right. no, well, it's, it's both. They don't get the salary. They haven't had the salary rise that boomers and um, older Gen Xers had. They also are crushed by a lot of student debt, mm. you know, oh, because right. boomers didn't have a lot of boomers had great jobs literally without a college education, remember, in the, mm-hmm. in the rise of the unions or they had college they went to college and they paid for it and now you know the average gen z or you know they have two hundred thousand dollars of debt right and their child care you know is is through the roof and their health care costs are are more so they're really squeezed i mean everybody is squeezed but it's really coming down to the younger people and the people of the ethnic ethnic groups and people that are poor in general are being squeezed more i Mm. i did see where gen z has now gone from spending most of their money on food back to clothes on retail dive had had reported that they're now spending more on clothes is it for any particular reason is it that they're getting out there again after the yeah, they're going back to school people are yeah. getting out there again yeah. and you know i would also i'm sure it also said that they're spending their money on on all digital stuff because for yes, them if i sure. my twitch on subscription tech. is yeah. like is like electricity you know yeah. or water it's, yeah but it's, I do, you, you know, it's funny, at my, at my son's school, they used to have a homecoming that was more casual and they decided to make it semi-formal this year, like a lot of other schools do. They had more attendance, more participation than they've ever had. I mean, it was like five times what it had been pre-pandemic. And I think the kids were excited to dress up. Oh, yes. well, they're too to, to go out. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being 20 years old and stuck in your mom's basement yeah. for 15 months? I mean, <laughs> or 13. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. that's right. tough. Um, I want to jump around just a little bit because I want to be sure we get to your fifth uh, retail insight for the fall, which is people are behaving badly. Uh, right, yeah, so true. Right, Why? Well, yeah. so, and what do we do about that? So you know that? what? Um, people are behaving badly, yep. and there is no excuse. Mm. I mean, the, just the, the if you look at the air travel and the the, lack, the fact, the complaints, and and that you know people are really getting beaten up in on the you know it's true. It's all happening, yeah. and we're all clutching our pearls and tutting about it but the fact is that people are really on the edge Mm -hmm. Um, they are super anxious everyone anxiety levels have skyrocketed mental health issues have skyrocketed and people are um have increasing economic problems and insecurity as we just talked about so everyone is is really struck by that and um people who are rich are getting richer Mm -hmm. and people who are in the middle are getting squeezed like the total wealth um, owned by American billionaires, grew 55% Ooh. over COVID. 55%. So those people have their money in the stock market, and they don't have to go out, and, and they have their own private planes, and yeah, they, don't they don't have to don't get have mad to worry. at the stewardess. Yeah. Um, but uh, other people, like 80, 86% of upper-income adults say their finances are in excellent shape. If you are lower income or you're black and Hispanic, 74% say their finances are poor. Hmm. So they don't have any room. 
you know, so they're really on edge. So if anything bad happens, and of course you throw the political issues with right. masks and vaccinations into it, they just go off. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's happening. So we don't, we, we don't like it, but right. we can explain it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not a good time. How, to how be do in we service. ever get past that? Things just need to settle down, yeah. you know, um, but I, I think now there is just people are, are giving voice to their frustrations and they're speaking out and they're making different choices because of who they align with and who they don't. So yeah. I think this is the new normal. I think this is how it's going to be. Ooh. It's probably helpful, though, for retailers to in particular to hear that and know that they're not alone. Right. That, right. That in feeling like the customers are a little edgier than usual. Customers yeah. are. And you can see that they, they have data to say that the guest, the, the hostess the, or the host in the restaurants are the ones that are the, generally the youngest person working there who makes the least money is getting the brunt oh, of sure. all of this behavior of people saying, I want my table. I don't like this. I want it now. I don't want my yeah. mask. You know, like the one who got shoved and beaten up, you know, yeah. on the Upper West Side in Manhattan yeah. by, yeah. Pe- by people from Texas who didn't oh. want to wear their masks. Oh my God. So there's like 20 years old and they're having to deal with these yeah. issues. And Everyone needs to meditate. Right. Yes. And take, take a deep take breath deep and breath. just be nicer and yeah. more patient. But we but coming back to the denim, I don't think that's going to put him in a better mood. It's not, I forgot how unfun it was to try on jeans oh, for an hour until yesterday. But yeah. That's okay. yeah. Yeah. We like to say that everyone needs a, everyone we think needs a snack and a nap. Exactly. That sounds good to me. Before we let you go, and you guys are going to have to come back, we're going to have to talk holiday too yes, and supply chain and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do that next time. But before you, before you go, just tell us, where are you excited to shop right now? Local, online, whatever. I think it's really been fun to shop in the neighborhoods, you know, just to go in like these little gift shops that are popping up all over and it doesn't, you know, it can be anywhere. I was in White Bear Lake recently and I thought this is a hidden gem. I don't ever get there. And it was darling. Um, So the neighborhood shops are fun, but gosh, I was at Nordstrom yesterday and it was even, it was wonderful to be there again. And they had the big gift wrap section and I thought, I can't believe they're wrapping gifts for people. Like, wow, that oh, seems that like a yeah. happy. I love that service back. area. I, mean, I love it, it for yes. returns, for yep. pickups, yes. for everything. It's really handy. It's really handy. And I thought, what a lovely, beautiful service to offer in a time when things have been really cranky and crabby and hard. Yeah, you know? yep, absolutely. Nice little touch. Okay, great. Mary, anything else that you'd add? Any favorite spots? Oh, I I love Foxwell, you know, in yeah. Linden oh, Hills. Yeah. I mean, that's just so much fun for gifting and yep. things like that. And plants. And, yeah. And, um, <laughs> but no, it's nice to go to the Mall of America Nordstrom where you feel like you can just get back to this twinkly wonderful feeling yeah. yes. you know and the holidays are coming so that little makes escape. Yeah. Feel everyone, everyone maybe will smile again right. exactly. Let's hope. always yeah. appreciate your advice Mary and Beth it's Ginger Consulting you can go to their website gingerminneapolis.com to see what they're up to thanks very much for being thank here you. thank you ladies you too. we'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this how are you liking the new uh, Little Nas X col- uh, album I like it. Do you? I Have like you listened Little to Nas. it? Really? I do. Yeah, I, there, I haven't listened to all of it. There are a couple good songs on it, actually, yeah. that I enjoy quite a lot. Yes. Uh, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, we were talking retail trends. Now we need to talk fashion trends from boots to blazers and no pants. That's really up to you. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? If she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, 
mom. Yes. Uh, you know, in style is saying something that I think we can all get behind, and that is that this really is a season to just go to your closet. We said it earlier yeah, we did. that that most of the things that are in style and being shown on the runways are things that we already own. Right. And that you can really find it in your closet, but if you want to update if you want a really fresh update that's going to look very now it's bold boots right that's the thing instead of you know worrying about a whole outfit you can just get a piece that's going to do it and they i mean i of course loved everyone that they showed because they're all has there ever been a bold color color that you don't like could we just start there? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think there is. I mean, so, there's something about, you know. All right, think about this, like uh, like your shirt dress that you've had, and maybe it's just a solid color, and you suddenly pop that with like a neon green boot. I'm not talking classic colors. These no, are like no, no. bold, these, like these bright red, really bright orange, turquoise. Yes, like crazy colors, purple, not the kinds of things you would think of as investment pieces. These are really fashion items that I'm going to guess we're going to get sick of pretty quick. Maybe. But it's But if you could find them on the cheap... It, it would be a fun uh, a fun update. I think it's the kind of thing that, you know, if you're wearing, you know, even, well, they, they show different ideas. I mean, you could be wearing a bright yellow coat and then put on a red boot with it. Right. Or, whatever, or take, purple boots. Yeah, or, yeah. Take but, your neutrals into, and I mean, I think we've been doing this with shoes for a long time, yeah. but, but to do it with like a tall boot, like a boot that goes up to your knee and you're wearing it in a bright green or turquoise yeah. instead of brown or black. Oh, I that's think it's new. so much fun. That's new and fresh and uh, I'm that's all for the it. thing. Yeah. But even like, like lower boots, I'm seeing, you know, like, modified almost like hiking boots are kind of a little more rugged look but they're yeah. done in like a bright color or i've seen them like in black but then the um heel or the sole the sole yes are red yeah so yeah. that you're still getting color there so go for it yeah I, we say I yes would, yes we say thumbs up i say you know i wouldn't like you know I, it probably wouldn't be i i probably wouldn't spend as much on that as i would on like a classic black suede boot that you know you're going to be wearing right, for years and years right but you know what you probably have that classic black right. boot so why not if you're going to get something new get something in a bright color indeed. i just think it's fun indeed all right then and, let's talk what oh no i was going to say and if you have a boot like that you don't need pants Right. Well, if you're Beyonce, if you're Beyonce, I suggest, Mom, that you do wear pants. Oh, I get so I, cold. I love yes. your body, no, but no, I just I don't. Yeah. Why don't you wear pants? <laughs> yeah, no, but Beyonce is a whole other issue. Um, the only thing that I, at least to me, in looking at the the pictures of her in this blazer, this she actually was wearing a blazer, but without any pants. Um, I thought it looked like she had a very, very, very tiny mini skirt. But maybe the bottom of the blazer was actually white. It was a black and white blazer. Um, and it, I don't know, to me it looked like like it was a skirt. Yeah, I just, you know, it, it's a thing. It's it's an option. It's out there. If you're wondering, like, how am I going to get enough wear out of my really oversized blazers? It's there for you. I'm going to just say that it's probably not something all of us are going to be doing. And maybe not for like a work event. 
Well, it depends what your work is. Um, But the other thing that I would say about that is, you know, I saw a picture of um, Haley Bieber also in a blazer. And she's a role model for most of us. Well, she is for me anyway. Mm -hmm. And she was wearing fuzzy slippers with it. You know, she's out on the town. Well, and her was fuzzies. she doing one of those like celebrity pictures where you're like, you go to take in the mail and you're just no. like, oh, I just woke up like this. No, she wasn't, as oh, a matter of fact. It was actually part of her outfit. Yeah. But the thing that um, I was going to make a point and you mixed me up. Oh. But I, I just think that, oh, I know what I was going to say. I think if you're wearing blazers and no pants or anything else with no pants, um, be aware, because I was in a doctor's office yesterday, and a young girl came into the waiting room with a very, very short mini, and I saw far more than I wanted to see. <laughs> I, that's, I'll leave it there, but that's all I'm saying. You'll Be leave warned. it there. Yep. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, get ready to give us a call. We'll take your questions at the top of the next hour. We'd love to talk shopping and fashion with you. What trends are you excited about? What are you wearing? What questions do you have? 651-641-1071 is our number. More Shop Girls right after the news.